am honored to introduce to you the creator of the Hunger Games themselves, Dean Casca Highbottom. I have summoned you all here for the 10th annual reaping ceremony, in which we choose two children from each district to fight to the death in the Hunger Games. From District 12, Lucy Gray Baird. There has been a change this year. As a mentor, Mr. Snow, your role is to turn these children into spectacles, not survivors. What does my mentor do besides bring me roses? I do my best to take care of you. You really want to take care of me in that arena? Start by thinking I can actually win. I'm Lucky Flickerman, first ever host of The Hunger Games. Enjoy the show. Bye. Four, Enjoy the show. Three, two, Enjoy the show. Run. Enjoy the show. And welcome to this What Do You Want to Watch spoiler cast for The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. I'm your host, Ashley Hobley. Joining me today in the arena, Dylan Blight. I am not in the arena. But <laughs> yes, I'm here. We got a fight to the death. Oh no. Whoa. Oh my god. Uh. Yeah, so today we're talking about the latest Hunger Games movie. Before we just get started, Dylan, what's your history with the Hunger Games? Did you enjoy the movies that, that launched Jennifer Lawrence's career? Um, so I read all the books prior to... I'd, I'd read the whole franchise prior to the movies and everything. Um, I haven't actually read this book, though, so I've only read the, the originals. Yeah. But I've never watched the last two films. I've read all okay. the books. So I know the story. I just You know watched. the story, you just didn't watch the films. Yeah. Well, I watched the first two films. I watched the first two. Yeah. You didn't watch the last two, so you only watched... I didn't watch Mockingjay Part 1 or Part 2. Yes. Yeah. I think people gathered that. <laughs> yeah. Just to clarify. Yes. I have what read none of the books. I've watched all the movies now. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, and you know, for the I'm most part, up, they're pretty enjoyable. I'm I'm going yeah. to watch Mockingjay. Yeah. I've been doing a rewatch, so... They're, they're pretty enjoyable. Like, there's a little bit of diminishing returns. I think, in my opinion, the second one's Catching Fire is my favorite. Yeah, I think that's then the, the second one's the, uh, yeah. then the first movie, then the sequels. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, let's get into uh, this, and I assume we're going to potentially spoil anything else in the <laughs> by just in general conversation. So please be aware we'll be freely discussing anything and everything about the series as a whole. Uh, so. Uh, so if you haven't watched everything, I guess, or at least the Hunger Games, read all the books, yeah, if you haven't read all the books, watch all the movies, (laughs) come back later. Uh, with that said, let's jump into our discussion of the Hunger Games, the Ballad of Songs and the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, directed by Francis Lawrence, written by Michael Leslie and Michael Arts, based on. The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes by Suzanne Colin, starring Tom Blythe, Rachel Ziegler, Peter Dinklage, Hunter Schaefer, Josh Andreas Riviera, Jason Swartzman, and Viola Davis. Years before he would become the tyrannical president of Pan Am, 18-year-old Coriola- Coriolanus- Coriolanus Snow is the last hope oh, for his fading <laughs> for his fading lineage, a once proud family that has fallen from grace in a post-war capital. With the 10th annual Hunger Games fast approaching, the young Snow is alarmed when he is assigned to mentor Lucy Gray Baird, 
the female tribute from the impoverished District 12. But after Lucy Gray commands all of Pan Am's attention by defiantly singing during the reaping ceremony, Snow thinks she might be able to turn the odds in his favour, uh, or their favour, uniting their instinct for showmanship and newfound political savvy. Snow and Lucy Gray's race against the time to survive will ultimately reveal who was a songbird and who was a snake. Dylan, what do you think of this Hunger Games prequel focused on the villain of the Hunger Games? Mm. I mean, who is the villain of the Hunger Games? Is the villain inside all of us? Is it yeah. us for watching the films? Um, I enjoyed it. I definitely think it's good. Um, I started working on a review um, before because you just watched this. I watched this yesterday. So yes. um, I think I'm around like a 7.5. Mm. Sort of thing. I think the movie's like seventy percent great, and then sort of has a lot of pacing problems as it heads into that final act. Um, which I, I'm sort of I would be really interested now to actually either probably not read the book, but like listen to the book so I can get a head around like how much does that last act affect the book, or is it done completely differently? You know, I've got like a lot of questions around how that that like acts in a different medium or how it feels in a different medium. Mm. Um. But as a movie, I definitely feel like it's the... Yeah, look, as I said, I haven't watched the last two, but I don't feel like it's a hot take to say that this is probably the best one other than, um, pro, I'd pro, you know, this is probably going to be second to Catching Fire. Um, I think the cast is really good. So uh, I think Rachel Zegler is fantastic as Lucy. Um, I think Tom Blythe does a lot with Corio. Fucking dumb name. Corio. Um, but I'll come back to him in a second because I think he's also... Hot, uh, one of the films like sort of weaker points uh viola viola davis is fucking fantastic and having a bowl (laughs) just eating each and every second that she gets a chance to be on screen um i really enjoyed seeing hunter schaefer because i love her but she obviously has only got like two minutes of screen time um it was a story yeah well still she was really really good when she was on screen i really like seeing her like do something like this but um just disappointed to get more um and then old mate, what's the other dude's name? The fucking friend. Um, I can't remember that guy's name. Uh, uh, Max Raphael Festus Creed. Um, he was good too, or whatever, but... Um, no. Josh was Andreas Riviera. No, I was about to say, that's not right. That's wrong. Yeah. Um, he, was, he was good too, but nothing right home about. So I feel like this, I would say, and again, I'm another reason I'm sort of keen to do the book now, is fantastic... Like that first, like three quarters. Also, shout out. Hold on, sh- shout out also to um, um, fucking who plays old Flickwick, Flick, Flickwick, Flickwick? Jason Swartzman. Yeah, he's having a he's having a ball too. Um, I mean, what a! It's <laughs> fun to imagine that he's a precursor to um, old mate uh, Stanley Tucci's Stanley uh, Tucci's. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, he's yeah. he's modeled them himself on this guy very much. That's what it seems like. Yeah, which is funny. Um, but he's a weatherman, you know. He's like, does everything. He's a we- uh, he does a weather cross <laughs> in the middle of the Hunger Games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. hilarious, <laughs> and does amateur magic. Why not? I really like the idea of this story, like diving, like for because knowing nothing about it, like seeing the odds, oh, the villain, villain's origin story, or whatever. I was sort of like, but why do I like care to a degree? But. And I, I feel like the movie, and I'm not sure if the book does the same thing, I actually feel like the movie's sort of downfall is that it tries to humanize Corio a bit too much to the point that, like, I'm, it's sort of, I'm like, I think, 
I know he's the bad guy, right? Like, who who, who are we tricking mm. here? Are we tricking the audience that has never watched The Hunger Games? Because I'm pretty sure the majority mm. of the people watching this know that dude's the, the bad guy. Like, why do we need yep. to actually pretend to, to make him likable? Like, you, you can still have me interested. You're not going to kill my interest in a movie if you just outright from the beginning, like, have him be more of a uh, sconniving little fuck. Like, that's what I was sort of expecting. But this whole thing to make him more likable didn't really work for me personally and i think that's one of the, the problems with the movie is just that it's like going up against a brick wall of my brain being like but he's the bad guy <laughs> like i know he's a fucking terrible person like why are you trying to um sort of humanize him and the thing is like it's not even like he switches from this like really really good person to bad because of something happens in his life he's like sort of a dick throughout the whole movie but like riding on that thin line like sort of doing good but most of the time just because it falls within his favor anyway and then like by the end obviously you know full evil guy sort mm. of thing um so that's sort of one of my major problems but that's like the whole like i'll say i the- i didn't find that as much of a problem maybe because i kind of for the most part kind of forgot about the previous movie so i'm like kind of feel like i went in reasonably fresh and kind of forgot that he was a bad guy at the end i just feel maybe it like... doesn't help i watched the first two movies in the last two weeks in the lead up so. yeah that might, might <laughs> help. it's like fuck this guy um yeah i'd feel like his fall to the dark side was just way too fast like you build you build him up as like a really good character i guess like or like yeah well that's a positive that's, leading that's character pa- that's part of the problem. Whereas if and he was bad like, the entire time, like, yeah, I mean, he does some like on the edge kind he of does stuff. Some questionable things, you know, but... of course he like cheated and that kind of stuff, even though, you know, he's cheating for somebody we like and that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, it suddenly is like murdering people in the middle of a room and that kind of stuff. Um, it's like, yeah, the trick, I just feel like the, the third act was very stretched out and very, yeah. but well, also this very is quick. The, this is the major and, problem with the third act is that he, that third act relies too heavily on you being like into this romance and liking him and like Mm. feeling he has potential to be good, but it's not really a thing I felt I could get into at all. So I struggled uh, when we got to that third act um, with the time jump and all set during just, it also just felt very weird that the end of the hunger games was not a climax of the movie. (laughs) I guess. Yes. No, I get, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but in general, I think it's a the the idea of the Hunger Games, like setting this during a period at the tenth Hunger Games before it was the, and again, like having before a, it was what we the, had seen before, yeah, yeah, and watching those two movies pre uh, coming into this, like it's just such a like people are eating up, devouring, you know, the whole thing is these super rich. There's a scene like where um in the second one when I just rewatched that Catching Fire where it's like they're handed. A thing at a party where it's like what's this liquid for and it's like oh you drink it so you can throw up so you can eat more and then they point out you know you've got people like starving they're starving but they're like throwing up so you know and all this sort of stuff and then they're devouring the food or whatever so seeing this time period where you've got it's like they've won the war kind of but it's in this mm. sort of dusty area where not everything's settled and worked out um, <laughs> yeah you've got some rich the people districts but aren't like, quite downtrodden yeah yeah, but Corio is like poor, poorer yeah. even than I feel like even some people from the districts. It's, it seems like, but he's just living in. He's just trying to his best to fake it. Uh, yeah, so it's like sort of a really interesting perspective from all of that. It's not where we get to, and seeing how even the people, the way they react to, 
um, the singing and like buying into her, uh, like like uh, getting attached to um, what's her name Lucy Gray, like getting attached to her as a person in the games and seeing that as like a precursor to how he obviously shapes the games in the future and makes them this um, this altruistic uh, like thing that's very similar to I guess their real world now where people just sort of blind as off and happily oh no this the Hunger Games like is real it's like a teenage franchise but it's always been interesting and i feel like this movie still works to sort of view it within the yeah. confines of our own world and especially like what's happening at the moment with war and everything is quite interesting um yeah the costume uh, before you go costumes killed it again and i felt the i actually really liked the uh, cinematography i felt it was shot really really well those are the two quick things i'll say no i completely agree i again i my issue is the third act kind of like drags out, but everything before that was very riveting and super enjoyable to follow along with. Um, the actual Hunger Games itself was really great. And, like there were definitely a lot of surprises like going in. Like uh, I didn't expect the the terrorist attacks. I guess while they're surveying the 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 area the arena. Like no, I think that. I like actually like I think it actually got me like a jump scare. Like <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. what the fuck is happening? <laughs> yeah. I thought it was like, oh, they're, just, they're actually just showing off what the arena is actually going to look like. Mm. It's like, everything's falling away. This is what it's going to look like, really. But no, it was an actual attack. Um, but yeah, also, I loved how, obviously, you know, because it is 60-something years before the ones we've been watching, like how low-tech everything is. Um, from the basic, very basic cameras to it actually being like a reasonably small arena compared to like the massive uh, giant spaces that we're used to in the, the couple of Hunger Games we've watched. Um, or even like, or like any um, like battle survival, battle royale kind of thing. Like a lot of them are like massive, wide spanning areas. This was well, like, it's, it could very contained. I guess it's like again thematically it just takes it back to the bare bones like gladiator days like roman empire mm. type shit coliseum just people fighting to death for enjoyment of those watching like it boils it down to the basics of like what's actually happened in our own history mm. i also enjoy that there was very little hand holding like they didn't there wasn't a lot of explaining about you know the process of the hunger games what, what tributes or all that they just assumed that people would know going straight in so my i don't know if this is something you'd watch if you haven't watched any hunger games uh i mean you could and i guess any questions you had would lead you to watch the films and get the answers you know i would say you should i think you should not watch this first because then you'll be like in the following movies and it's really weird that this girl is named after like some uh weed potatoes yeah yeah (laughs) <laughs> no, I, d- I definitely don't feel like you should watch this first, but I think someone who stumbled across this and decides to watch it randomly, mm. um, it's not, like they're not going to. Sh- I don't think it's going to be a bad. No, movie it's not going to. Yeah, it's not going to ruin anything. But no, it's not the preferred method, I guess. No, no, no. Um, yeah, Viola Davis, fantastic. Just the a very weird game master, uh, doing all sorts of crazy experiments, uh. Including, you know, the snakes, obviously, you know, the chamber of snakes, fucking terrifying. Mm. Uh, and like, you know, willing to get that, that classmate, you know, pretty much killed for, just to figure out who made all the notes and stuff. Like, there's a lot of messed up, willy nilly killing of people. 
which you kind of would expect in a home games movie. Um, I really love Peter Dinklage in this movie. I hated him. Really? Yeah, I'm on the opposite. I actually really didn't like him in this movie. Interesting. Mm. I feel like uh, maybe I can understand that because I feel like his motivations aren't revealed till the very end of the movie. Yeah, the whole movie, right up to the last scene, I was like, "You're just such an annoying fuck of a character," and I don't understand what you're anything about you like I, I i got giving nothing into that last scene and up till then i was like you're just annoying and he's doing his typical fucking like i don't feel like he was giving anything more than his typical performance like i don't know i just i actually did yeah probably my least favorite character really yeah mm. i love the banter i thought it was really good and obviously you know an interesting adversary for cornelius to coriolis choreo to have to choreo like, over Fuck his name. stupid name uh kind of kind of have to overcome like this authority figure who's against him um i thought that was really interesting and but then the he's constantly talking about his dad was his best friend and stuff it's like yeah. uh that doesn't make sense love your dad and your mom they were great people you're a fuckwit though you're an absolute I fuckwit <laughs> i hate you, you know, it's not Harry it's like why you know? <laughs> you know, stay paid at everybody <laughs> yeah. um but yeah the way it kind of comes together like oh I, I'm credited with coming up with the Hunger Games, but, you know, it was a drunken thing, and now I'm, like, guilt-stricken for the rest of my life, having to watch these children murder each other every year. Um, and obviously he well, was the one, like, kind of trying to get um, old mate uh, uh, Sir Janice to, like, turn over a new leaf and that kind of stuff, and, like, constantly trying to end the Hunger Games, like, throughout the film. Well, yeah, lucky he dies at the end, so. Well, yeah, they'll do it, you know. Poison that morphine. <laughs> that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. The Hunger Games itself, I thought was really put, well put together. Like, very sad. Like, uh, uh, Lucy Gray's friend, like, turning on her because of rabies. <laughs> like, this thing she couldn't stop. Um, I love that. I'm really glad that nobody killed the the down syndrome girl and she was just taken out by snakes i was about to say she does die i don't know if yeah you watch but that movie, but... <laughs> you don't see it on screen <laughs> no 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 well um, she gets covered with a bunch of snakes <laughs> she didn't have to act dying that's yeah, what okay. i'm saying <laughs> yeah, you okay. know yeah um but yeah uh yeah I thought that was really well done, and just like the the group of people that was ganging up on everybody, them getting their cup umpets, I think was really great. It's always uh, a gang, and yeah, all the little uh, tricks and cheats that you know he was trying to get do to uh, help win uh, the shitty drones that obviously terrible and like <laughs> nearly kill a bunch of people. That was a really good addition. Um, yeah. I thought all the Hunger Games stuff, really good. Again, it kind of like just goes off the rails a little bit when you get to him being sent to District 12. What's he doing here, really? He's torn. It, it, I don't, I feel don't like in girl. a perfect world, of all the books, this one may be the one that you need to split into two. You end with him getting his comeuppance at the end of the Hunger Games, and then you cut to another movie where you actually explore in depth him being torn between wanting to be in the sick capital and this romance that he's got. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, 
I don't feel like the splitting thing ever really works out, but I, I do feel like if they had planned it right, it could have worked. Or maybe so, it should have been like a TV series. <laughs> No, I feel like yeah. that maybe they could have done a split, but then I feel like if they want to do this like full like good guy turns to bad arc, I think they wouldn't need to have done a better job in this first half of the movie of not making it more his character feel more like a gray area and like more of a legit nice guy, and then in the second film he would have had to do a really good job of building up that hatred within him in him to get to that like ending. So yeah, it just it just it was. During that segment, he was like very. He wanted to be in District Twelve, but also he hates every single person there in District Twelve. It's very weird. Yeah, he's like hanging out with these hippies and stuff, and like a scene prior, he's like, "These fucking people lost the war. They're all scum." <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> it like doesn't really fit. No, nah. you know. And then of course he like he turns his his best friend in, kind of on a whim. It feels like he didn't really think it through. You know. No, I, I, he knows what he's doing. I think he assumed he tries his to daddy play would naive. And, yeah, yeah. I think he might have thought that his daddy would come save him, but like he, he knew that he was going to get in trouble one way or another. So I don't yeah. think he was trying to kill him, but. Hmm. And then yeah, Lucy Gray like kind of turns on him like very suddenly as well. No, at least one Gray... miswording of stuff. You know, it's like. No, I, I get it. It's she has that. They have that scene where they talk about trust and all that sort of stuff to like set it up afterwards. With you know, trust is the most important thing to her, and whatever yeah. else. And she she is obviously very anti-government sort of person, and he's weirdly the complete opposite. And I don't know why she she somehow falls for his bullshit more or less. And it was he, a, it's not one. It's not yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not really a slip-up, like a small slip-up. It's a, I fucking killed someone. And she, the assumption is she realizes that it's, um, whatever that dude's weird name was as well. Everyone has weird Sejanus. names. Sejanus. Sejanus, yeah. Which is... Yeah, also like a dumb name. Yeah, also <laughs> a dumb name. She realizes that's who he's talking about, obviously. Hmm. So knowing that he could turn on his best friend like that I is the reason, at least that I, that's how I took it, is the that's reason that she... Enough. But decides to to leave. Um, th- whether or not the movie does a really good job at portraying that, that's no, I, don't I don't think, think so. Does, yeah. But that's how I took it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, she definitely is acting like something super sus when she leaves. <laughs> that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, him in the forest. I yeah, going crazy. I don't. I don't mind the ambiguity around her. Mm. I can live with that. Does she live? Does she survive? Yeah. You know? Is she the grandmother of Katniss? Who knows? Probably. Probably. That's what happens in all these things, you know? Um, But yeah. I, I enjoyed the snake under the his mother's scarf or whatever. That's mm. pretty mean. <laughs> it's like unnecessary. And uh, yeah. I think everybody can get on board with Lucy Gray as soon as she like shoves a snake down somebody's dress at the start mm. of the film. Yeah. She's a really good character. Yeah. I feel. No, very, different to Kat- very different to Katniss. Yes, that's true. Good. Well, I mean, she's not offensive at any point. No, but she's definitely not the fighter that Katniss is and becomes. Because yeah. whether or not Katniss is comfortable with killing people 
as a as especially during that first movie, she is ultimately and did prove to be a fighter. Like especially by the time you get to the second film, she's yeah she's straight up killing people. Like she's she so I could never picture this character doing that. Like anything that Katniss right. does, like I mean, yeah, her her with the poison in the water bottle. Yeah. Uh great plan. Unfortunate. <laughs> Unfortunate, yeah. Yeah. But uh yeah. The only thing I'll say is I, de- I definitely feel like so I looked up that the actress's age afterwards because I was like I don't know this movie just felt like it missed that the teen because I don't know how old I need to look that up I don't know how old um fucking what's her name um <laughs> Rachel Zegler no Katniss um what's uh Jennifer Lawrence um I don't know what Jennifer Lawrence was when she did the first Hunger Games but the the majority of that cast definitely felt more like appropriately teen or like around 18 ish rachel zegler sort of is the only character in this movie that i felt like she was around that's the right age for her character even though i know she's older than the characters already yeah, is, she's but 22 tom Blythe is currently 28 yeah like he definitely seems too old for the role in my opinion like i don't know this because he's supposed to be a lot younger at least how i took it so i mean he's always going to be university age so i mean he should be like portraying an 18 year old is the idea well yeah 18 he doesn't look 18 to me see she's supposed to be like what 16 17 18 whatever she's older than that but she can play it she can play it. that's fine um he he just seemed way older and that that was other thing i think that's just implied that the you know the capital people they're more mature and that kind of stuff yeah i guess so but it's just maybe that's just like a franchise thing where i'm like you know obviously there's a part of this franchise that's associated as like a, a you know a teen a teen franchise sort of thing with teen cast and whatever so yeah uh, i'm trying to figure out how old <laughs> i mean the first movie was released what 2008 yeah uh, so what year was she born do some maths good question there we go. <laughs> uh 1990 so what 28 yeah. Or 18, sorry? No, 18. 18, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that, she was way more, a like, yeah, so she was actually basically a teenager. All right, fit, yeah. 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 Anything else you want to discuss from the film? Uh, that wasn't the film that made her. It was actually a film called Winter's Bone, but anyway. I mean, there's films that get you nominated for Academy Awards and there's films that make you a star. <laughs> uh no i got nothing i really enjoyed the song sequences yeah great voice love the constant yeah. mentions of snow yep um that was really enjoyable yeah oh it's interesting like i think people like i saw somebody like oh it seems like they were constantly trying to get rachel ziegler to sing she's got, got a great voice but it all felt reasonably natural i guess it all or, felt natural to the character know, so she's again. literally a songbird <laughs> that's the whole yeah. personality thing so Again, uh, I can only really, you? like, the way the, the mouse songs and everything felt natural for the character to me. I, I definitely feel like she was cast around the character, not the opposite way. Yeah. So, yeah. You know the other thing I was thinking? Like, it's one of these things, like, it's not new information, but just seeing it within the context of this movie being set, like, 64, 65 years earlier, whatever it is, um, to the to the main trilogy. I'm like, holy fuck, these motherfuckers over in District 13 were living underground for so long <laughs> like uh, it's not like it's not like it's new information like that's the whole that revelation well maybe 
I don't know, but I, you know how like in the when they get a Mockingjay that you know they're um like oh District Thirteen we've been like living in secret this entire time blah blah blah. So it's not it's not new information, but just seeing how what's happening in this film and how everything's like all these districts suck and even the capital sucks and whatever. I'm like are these motherfuckers over there like living in secret now too. Like just, yeah, probably it's crazy. <laughs> like, well, you're getting people from everybody's secretly going to yeah maybe people all the people like secretly leaving other districts form district 13 i don't know there's your sequel do you think there's another hunger games movie i think if they well there's not another book so there's not another book so they would have to create something original or suzanne collins would just kind of have to write another and if this movie makes enough money yes they will 100 percent try and get that to happen whether or not she allows that is a different question, but I, I think given the the movie um, landscape we're living in right now, if this movie makes a, like over a certain amount of money and they could comfortably greenlight a sequel, there's no reason they wouldn't want one. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's it. this is an interesting world where there's probably enough stories to tell, whether it's the actual war that started well, everything yeah. or was- the 60-something years in between this and Katniss the problem is this is that there's a super interesting world here we have to move we have to move away from the Hunger Games at this point and I'm like I don't know is that the reason people are watching these movies a little bit because you've yeah. got a guaranteed spectacle where a bunch of children are going to murder each other yeah but I, I would definitely get bored like if they did another movie and it was like eh, it's another Hunger Games I'd be like for fuck's sake like, I mean you didn't watch the movies that weren't about the Hunger Games so what does that tell you um well, no, I just, I never got a random because I remember reading that they weren't good, good, and I actually really, <laughs> I enjoyed the book, so I was like, eh, I'll get to it one day. And I will. That day is coming up soon. Sooner <laughs> rather than later, I guess. All right, let us know what you thought of The Hunger Games, the ballad of Songbirds, Songbirds and Snakes. Dumb movie name, dumb character names, <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> At least they made the districts easy to understand. The number. Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, let us know by going to explosionhero.com or slash Twitter or jump into Discord at explosion.com slash Discord. If you want to help us out here, what do you want to watch? Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or on Podchaser. Leave us five stars. Anywhere you can leave five stars or just tell people about the show. And if you've enjoyed this episode, thought it was worth a dollar, head on over to our copy page at explosion.com slash support. Thank you very much for listening. Until next time. Keep watching. You hear that, boy? It's the sound of snow falling. How wonderful that we all get to be here for someone's final performance. It's not just about winning. Everything is about winning. You're monsters! All of you! It's the things we love most that destroy us.